0: Your choice there. If they would have hired Ron Gardenhire, if they would have hired Ron Gardenhire, like I truthfully believed, like Ron Ga- Ron Gardenhire is the best option for our team after Jim Leland.
1: Welcome to another episode of Wreaking Havoc. Paul, how are you doing today?
0: Dude, it's Friday. It is Friday. It's been it a lovely Friday. Friday. Lovely Friday. It's been a good day.
1: Finally got approved by Apple, so we're on there, waiting to hear back from Spotify, but uh, yeah, exciting stuff.
0: I feel like since, since we got approved by Apple, like, it's... it's yeah, it's it, Spotify, I feel like it's Spotify, easier Apple. to get approved by Spotify.
1: Yeah, yeah. Normally they, like, do it together, but podcasting's different, I guess, because they do throw a host website, so... I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing with music. Like, you do with a dis- distribution company, and yeah. then, but, like, normally the distribution company has, like, ties with everything. So, like, whenever I release something, it goes on, like, you know, Spotify, have a music title, everything, all that. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I guess a podcast host website's different because I guess technically they're hosting the website. But, again, the distribution company's kind of doing the same thing because they have the music and they're the yeah. one just... Dis- yeah, I don't know. Above my pay grade. But, whatever. Got approved by Apple. Here we are. If you uh, like that little riff in the beginning... I play a little guitar. That's me. Wrote that. So yeah, fun little Kid riff. Tink
0: and shred.
1: Fun little riff. But uh, yeah, football started yesterday. Oh my gosh,
0: dude, I feel so like right. Best you know moment of 2020. I mean? You know, like it's like ah uh-huh, yeah, we have football because I, I know I know there was there was a t- like we we had a point in the, like over the summer we were talking like we're not sure you know there's no football season. What we're we gonna do?
1: We were fully prepared to start a Twitch account. Figure out. A camera setup and then have like NCAA or Madden like on like the computers playing themselves and like announce the games. That, that was a, oh yeah, we, we totally were fully ready that. to do that just to give some football to the world. But we're here, football's we're here. back.
0: It was great. It, honestly, like it's just good to see everybody like back out on the field. Yeah. Um, the, the Andy Reid jokes going around were oh my just gosh, hilarious. Poor mask. I love it. it. I can't I wait to it. see Patricia. Dude, honestly, I feel like everyone's going to have, like, their own little thing, too. Yeah. Which is going to be really cool. You're going to see, like, how all the coaches want to do it. Like, I mean, like, you saw, like, the pictures like, Nick Saban's, Like, he, yeah. like, just wants, you want to see his mouth so you can read his lips yeah. when he's, like, screaming at people. Like, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it shows the coach's personality in a way, and I think it's really, it's really hilarious. Because, I mean, like, yeah. Andy Reid, like, that just, that was such a fitting mask for him to wear yesterday.
1: Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Andy Reid's such a, just a legend. You can't not love the guy. That's
0: a national treasure.
1: Yeah. Like he he should be on Mount Rushmore, I feel like his face would fit up there well too.
0: Okay. I feel
1: like him and Peter Griffin would get along pretty well.
0: Honestly, though, I feel like that's that that'd be uh, quite the combo. It would like, be. it really would. Like I I'd like to just see what they talk about. Yeah, and I'd like to see how much they could just sit down and eat. Like, like those oh, two go to like McDonald's, an
1: eating contest that'd be epic. That'd be really cool. But back to the game, thirty-four uh, twenty final score. Chiefs won. I w at first, you know, like the Chiefs pulled away earlier, I was like, I didn't expect this. And then I was like, Oh, the Texans don't have Hopkins anymore and like Yeah, you know, they're not as good and Yeah, no, they're just they're not what they they were, I don't think. And I mean no. the Chiefs are the su- defending yeah, Super Bowl champions, so true. it's a little different and it's week one. But you know at first I was like, Oh what? I didn't really expect this to happen. But then I was sat there and think about it and I was like okay, this actually makes sense. Yeah,
0: and then I mean I just think it was more or less like the chiefs are just they're good that much better than everybody too like i mean i feel like the texans are a pretty solid team like they're a good team go tigers go tigers
1: he is a wow i mean running back's a hard position to do everything week to week because it's I, i feel like it's one of the harder positions right now in the nfl to like stay consistently good at that's why like guys like mccaffrey i mean saquon when he's healthy and like zeke like they're very talented players and they're like you got to pay them because yeah. th- those are the type of running backs you need around. But, like, it, it's the toughest position, I think, to be dominant, especially yeah. now.
0: Especially year in and year out, too. Like, yeah. it, it's it's one thing to have, like, a really good year and maybe, like, two good years, but it's, like, to consistently, like, go out there year <laughs> in, year out and just put up numbers and perform for your team. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, the n- name that comes to mind, like, running backs that kind of just kind of, like, fell off out of nowhere, DeMarco Murray. Whatever happened to the guy? Dude was, like, yeah. best running back in the league for a few years and then – and then just I mean, disappear.
1: I mean, back in the day, I, I think big part of that's just the game changing because, you know, you used to see the ground and pound, uh, a lot of pro style offenses, and now you're seeing uh, a lot of spread, a lot of RPOs. Uh, the, the game changes and evolves, and I, I think the running back is a very essential part still. Even running like RPOs, the running back is a very, very essential part, and even being a pass first offense. You, the thing with running backs, and, and we saw this with uh, New England, well, they were dominant. You don't necessarily need the best back but you need a consistent back and you one big thing that may not have been a big thing until the game started changing you need a running back that can catch the football and oh, not just yeah. catch screen passes not just catch flares like they need to be able to catch in contact they
0: need to be like a wide receiver
1: yeah it's essentially yeah and that's what i think is is starting to separate like like those backs I was bringing up earlier you know yeah. McCaffrey Saquon and uh, Zeke like the, those guys are very good at catching yeah, the
0: football. They're very athletic. I feel like that's kind of, like, the position has become more athletic. It requires more yeah. now. Like, you're not just, like, running the ball tucking your shoulder and running straight yeah. as hard as you can for as many yards as you can get. Like, you, you have to be really athletic, be able to, like, make moves in space. Mm-hmm. And- I mean, that's what sets running backs apart now. I mean, obviously, you still have some guys that are, like, power yeah, runners. Yeah. They're going to gonna tuck the shoulder more often than not. And the,
1: those guys aren't going to go away, like, you know, Fournette and Derrick Henry. Like, those guys who are, ex- like, very good at that, the top yeah. of their game at that, those guys will always have a spot.
0: Exactly. I mean, I feel like at some point we're going to see Derrick Henry start to run down. And, I mean, maybe with Fournette, too. I mean, depending, how, yeah, we'll depending see what how, how he's even utilized in Tampa Bay. I'm really interested to actually see that. Dude, let's talk about Tampa Bay for a second. How in the heck did this happen? Dude, honestly, at the end of the year, you're sitting there, you're like, okay, they had, like, the worst quarterback. I didn't think Tom Brady would leave. Nah, I never thought that was possible.
1: Like, if he, I, I thought maybe San Francisco, because that was, like, his childhood team. Yeah. I was like, if he's going anywhere, okay, I could see him going to San Francisco. But Tampa Bay? And then Gronk comes back? And now they got Leonard Fournette?
0: Dude, what? Not to mention Bruce Arians as their coach. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Bruce Arians. Well, Great football a, mind.
1: That's the thing with Jameis Winston, uh... He's not a bad quarterback. No. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, and, like, just I'm expecting a big year. He got LASIK. He's not going to touch the field. But that's besides the point. <laughs> his his problem is, like, he takes risky throws. He tries to thread the needle. And, I mean, in college you can get away with that because you don't have, you know, these – I mean, you do have insane athletes, but yeah. there's a difference, big difference between the pro guys and the college guys. And, I, I you know, he just tried to force too many footballs and ended up throwing a crap ton of picks. But – Brady throwing the ball that much, with Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk out there.
0: Best wide receiver doing. And the then
1: eight. they got Fournette on the ground game. Like, oh, what are you? That was the you, missing
0: piece too. Like we were sitting here, like all they really need is a run, like a really good running. Like they had like Ronald Jones or whatever. But yeah, and like, then they
1: decided to get like they're the like, best like ah in the screw game. it.
0: You know what Leonard Fournette, come around. Yeah, was that a, really makes me wonder too though, like. How, how much? Was. How much Brady had like pull? How much pull Brady had with the Patriots? Like I feel like he he had a lot to do with like a lot of the moves they made, oh, yeah. like bringing people in. And I know like a lot of people like credit Belichick for that, and I mean Belichick Take to some part. degree is a big part of that too. But I feel like Brady's right there with him, and I yeah. feel like that's like a really cool dynamic that they had. It's gonna be interesting, Brady play it kinda, under a different coach. It reminds me
1: of LeBron's situation too. Like he has a big influence with like the GM and coaches on who they're bringing in and stuff like that. And I think I mean you can't not deny Brady though. He earned that. Yeah. And he came in as a, as a six-round pick and, like, proved, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a baller. I, I, a, I watched a documentary on him one time, and, like, I don't know if you've, like, ever heard this story, but, like, the first day of training camp, um, he walked up to Robert Kraft and was like, I'm going to be the best decision you ever made.
0: I didn't know you said that. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: As a six-round pick? Who does that? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> the most like unathletic human in the
0: NFL. Oh dude, like you, you you've seen the picture of him at the combine, he yeah. looked like a gump. Yeah, he looked yeah, looks like, like, like somebody a like high school teacher. You are walking down the street and you see him, you're like, man, he probably you're just, you're you just like, you just think he's a normal guy. You wouldn't even, a, you, even, look, cats, you, wouldn't even look you wouldn't even look. You wouldn't even look twice he's if you nothing. saw him. You'd he's would just not like, like a normal specimen. average guy. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. But then, you know, here we are now and he's I'll say it, greatest quarterback of all time.
0: Oh, hands down. It's undeniable
1: this is what what really bothers me. Like, people get so defensive if you say Tom Brady was the greatest of all time. They're like, no, 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 no. Like, look what Drew Brees has done. Look what Peyton Manning has done. You know, like, all these guys. Like, if you're going to bring a name into the conversation, there's there's a couple guys you're missing, I think. Yeah. John Elway.
0: Absolutely. Brett Favre. Absolutely.
1: Brett Favre had, I think... I don't. I'm not gonna say he's the best quarterback of all time because I just said Brady was. I think Brett Favre had the best arm of all time. That I dude feel like, threw Brett Favre lasers.
0: Too, he did the. He was kind of like the one that would just like, by any given means, like I'm gonna get rid of the ball. Like however I throw it, I throw it. Like he yeah. do like the weird shuffle pass. He would do the side. I mean I don't want to say he's the first one, but I mean Steve he's Young. the first one that I can remember yeah. like watching and seeing him yeah. like first drop in down our, in our life dropping in his arm mm-hmm. slot. And then it's like, I mean, I know Mahomes gets a lot of love for that now too, but like, I mean, Favre kind of, and then like you say, Steve Young, like those guys, those yeah. are the real ones that kind of got that going. I loved watching Brett Favre, one of my favorite too. players to watch. Me too, me too. And I, I hate the Packers. Yeah, I hate the Packers too. But Brett Favre was fun to watch.
1: Yeah, he was, a, he was a talent. He was a, he was a rare talent, because that dude threw the ball. I mean, there's the, the classic story of him breaking Donald Driver's hands just from, like, throwing the ball at him. Like,
0: Did you ever hear the story about him, how he prepared for, like, snow games at Lambeau? Yeah. How he went jogging and just butt-ass yep. naked? That he was, was insane. a rare breed, dude. That was rare insane. Breed. But, yeah, no, back to my point, though. <laughs> Getting
1: off topic here. Um, like, people, I don't know why they hate on Brady so much. They're like, oh, he throws two-yard passes. Like, Listen. There is a scheme in place. One, mm-hmm. he doesn't just do that. Watch his Super Bowls. Watch this game against the Falcons and tell me he's not throwing dime after dime in that fourth quarter.
0: Oh, he's putting the ball right where he needs to be every like, time. Like, the
1: one spot no one else could get it but his guy. It's t- Like, count the rings, man. I'm a big, like, championships are big for me.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one.
1: Like, any sport, championships are big. But not just, like, championships and, like, how many you have and... It, it's the the majority, and obviously there's a lot of factors that go into him. But let's look at the super last couple he won. Got a Brady's getting those MVPs. Yeah. It's just he's he like that Falcons game. You put any other quarterback in the history of the game in his Back spot, they're Jennifer. not winning. They're not winning. Absolutely. Like Falcons fans forever have to deal with that meme.
0: I feel like why Brady gets a lot of hate. One like people like to you know talk about grady's brady's the best quarterback because he's a winner but i mean like he has the numbers too to back it up yeah but he makes it look ridiculously easy oh he doesn't even look like he's trying it does i mean he's especially because like he was in that system and like with the patriots for a while it was like it was like muscle memory for the guy you really didn't have to think twice about it it was just like oh yep he'll be there boom boom Problem solved. Like they had such a like smooth system and way of operating. Like yeah, it didn't look like Brady really had to do much.
1: And when the people like bring up like stats, like like Drew Brees is the common one that gets brought up when it comes to stats. They're like, oh, Drew Brees did it. He has better yards and touchdowns and less games or something. Okay, cool.
0: How many super count, cool rings count them rings,
1: it? and plus you want to talk about how like okay Brady's old as dirt. Yeah, so is Drew Brees. Drew Brees has the one of, if not the best receiver in the game on his team.
0: Brady had that like once in his career.
1: He and made remember, Wes remember Welker, he, Edelman. Edelman, like he he made Randy Moss was old when he came to New England. Like people was, might that's people like people forget biggest, that. That's like
0: the biggest wide receiver he's had too.
1: Yeah, like it's not like he was you know Vikings Randy Moss. Like yeah. this is an older Randy Moss. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can make an argument and say like Gronk was like a big time receiver for him, which he ain't I mean, a receiver though. He's a tight end. Yeah, exactly. Because would you like, would you take anything away
1: from Patrick Mahomes because he's got Kelsey?
0: Yeah, you're exactly. He's like he's still got to throw to his you. Got you got to make them throws, and that's the but thing. I mean even in that in that sense like he's never. I mean, I feel like Randy yeah. Moss is the, the biggest name he's had at wide receiver. Yeah, like form. we've had better receiving cores in Detroit. Oh yeah, you imagine Tom Brady throwing a Kelvin Johnson i try not to. Prime Kelvin Johnson?
1: You know how terrifying that would be, dude? Like, like let's, let's actually think about this for a second. Like, if he ha- if let's just somehow Kelvin Johnson fell to the Patriots, I, he might still be playing. He'd probably have retired by now. He'd yeah. be a little older now. But he would have definitely played longer.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: That'd be a won.
0: nightmare. It would have been worth it to put his body in the line the way he did. Yeah, he's getting rings, man. That was his thing. They, like, they were, were getting rings without him. They there. were getting rings without him. That's wild,
1: Speaking of Tom Brady, when you talk about Tom Brady, you have to bring up Eli Manning. Always. And that's another thing that bothers me when people tell me Eli Manning doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I get the tail end of his career was it duty. It was, bad. was the horrible. The way you remember it was
0: bad. And, I mean, Eli Manning was never much of, like, going to wow you with his numbers in the regular season.
1: But he got it done. He was clutch He hell. beat an undefeated Patriots team. Like, which this—the Giants team really didn't have any business being in the playoffs in the first spot.
0: No, and then they like just like, nine capped
1: wins win- in the year? Yeah, 9-7. They just capped winning, capped winning, capped winning. And then, you know, he did it again. And that's... Dude, if you, if you don't put him in the Hall of Fame for that, that's
0: disrespectful. And it's not even... Because I feel like if Eli Manning gets inducted, it's going to be like, oh, it's just because his last name's Manning. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not. No. Like, he's, he's a damn good quarterback. I don't care if it's Eli Porter. He did it twice. He beat the Patriots yeah. twice in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Both times they had no business even being in that game, let alone win it. And then they did it, not once but
1: twice. It, it was it was a it's been a wild wild ride to get to the NFL season this year. I didn't, yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't I I never thought the NFL was gonna not play. College, I I figured something weird was gonna happen because the NCAA likes to just be weird, but. I didn't – dude, the NFL cares way too much about money to cancel the season.
0: You're so right.
1: Like, cancel the preseason? Okay. I don't know I, nobody did. really
0: cared. No one cared. was like, all right, bet. They can just practice harder and call it – nobody watches preseason anyway. Yeah. The no. only preseason game I've ever turned into is week three in the first half. Yeah.
1: Just so I can <laughs> yeah. see
0: the boys play, like, before yeah. the season starts, get an idea of how they're going to be. That's it.
1: Yeah. It. It. I mean, dude – I've seen the Lions go 4-0 in the preseason so many times, or not even 4-0, but have a winning record in the preseason and look good and just be absolute dog shit. It's tough. It's tough.
0: You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Detroit sports suck, dude. They really do. They're in a really bad place right now. Are the Tigers our best team now? I I mean, I don't want to, like, sit here and say the Lions are our best team. But we ain't played it
1: down yet, so We, we haven't
0: played yet, so we can't really judge that, but... I mean, right now, I mean, it ain't the Pistons. It's definitely not the Pistons, and the Wings are no, can't even put that. I mean, I give the Wings a little, a little leeway. They were good for a really long time. They're like the one team like I'm okay with them like being bad. I mean, it's just it's tough right now because every other team is bad and they've been been bad bad for for a minute
1: now. Though, like we were good for a long, long time, but now we've been been trashed for a minute. We
0: haven't been able to bounce back.
1: And I mean, the Pistons have bad have been bad since like we did that dumb trade. And got rid of Billups. Why did we ever do that? But some of the moves, like, like there's been a lot, a lot of moves in, like, Lions history and Tigers history and not telling Red Wings history, to be honest, besides the last couple years. But, like, the Pistons are just historically, like, horrible decisions.
0: Dude, I saw this thing the other day talking about, it's basically, like, after they had made that trade for Chauncey, like, getting rid of him. Like all the like washed up veterans we brought on the team. Oh my god! Like you remember, AI played for us when he was bad. Like really, he, his bad. career was over. Yeah. Tracy McGrady played for us when his career was over. Yep. Chris Webber played for us when his career was Josh over. Josh Smith played for us when his career should have been over like ten years prior. Yeah, and then we're, I mean, shit, we've been paying him forever, dude. We've and had so many like stupid. guys too that like are, are decent though. Like we 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 had Avery Bradley and it didn't work out.
1: Wasn't even bad. I didn't think he was terrible. I just wow. our system was so bad like I mean we drafted Darko, which is obviously the biggest draft thing dumb move. But I mean, can we talk about like the Pistons draft? Like we never, ever take who we should. Like we're just always like,
0: Yep, let's take that guy from yeah. Duke that can shoot. Yeah, it's like mm, Luke Kennard or Donovan Mitchell. Luke Kennard, yeah, he's Luke Nar he and I shoot. want him. He can shoot. Donovan Mitchell, star studded player, let's pass him up. Yeah, it, it, it bothers me. Detroit Sports are just. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Do you think that, Um, I mean, like, when we're talking about, like, drafts, like, the Lions' Darko is Ebron? No. Uh, I don't think the Lions
1: really have anything that's that as bad as Darko. I don't think Ebron was a good pick. I mean, now Ebron's good for some reason. But, the, see, the, the thing with that, the, like, didn't upset me about the e- Ebron draft is because I expected us to do that. Like, we have yeah, this thing no. where like, it's, you like, You kind of the Lions first round. screw it up. Let's
0: do it. Like, I, I get what Hawkinson, you're saying. he might be okay. Like, you, you, you were, like, I mean, I know exactly. Like, when Especially when, like, it came around when they drafted Hawkinson. I was like, they're definitely taking him. Like, oh, yeah. I, I knew we were coming. taking a tight end. Um. But, I mean, kind of what you say, like, the even when they drafted Ebron, it was like, that's the Lions thing to do. I feel like the Pistons instill still hoping us that they're not going to screw things up when it comes to drafting, and then they're just, like, yeah. brain dead on the day of, and they're like, close their eyes, pick the best white shooter they can find. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's frustrating. It really is.
1: I, I just want, like... I don't ask for much. I'm not saying we need a championship because obviously everyone wants a championship of their sports team. I just want to make the playoffs and like not be like the last seed.
0: Yeah. Not as like an eight.
1: Like the the lions get in the playoffs. I'd be happy. But Pistons, I don't want to be the last seed. I'd like to be like six or higher tigers. I just want to see us make the playoffs. Red Wings, please just make the playoffs. I don't ask for much one out
0: of four. Seriously. Though. I don't need all
1: four. I don't need two. I just want one.
0: It still really disappoints me how the Tigers kind of blew the situation which they had when they got rid of, uh, or when Jim Leland stepped down yeah. as the manager. Brad Ausmus was not your choice there. If they would have hired Ron <laughs> Gardenhire, if they would have hired Ron Gardenhire, like I truthfully believe like, Ron, Ga- Ron Gardenhire is the best option for our team after Jim Leland. You needed an old coach, not a coach that's younger than, like, a chunk of your players in the team. Because we had Torrey Hunter and, like, Victor Martinez. Yeah. There were some old dudes on that team. They were older than Osmus. Yeah. I'm not listening to a younger dude tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, so... Especially
0: at that point in my career. So let me ask you this, because you, you know
1: more about baseball than I do here, especially when it comes to Tigers baseball. Bring me through. Let's say we hire him. What do you, what, how do you see, like, what are some moves we're making? What, what do you think uh, the roster's shaping up for the next couple years after?
0: If Ron Garden hires our manager, we managed to hang on to the... Not all of it, because, I mean, just the way that, like, money works, like salary caps in baseball, like, you're going to have to get rid of some of those players, but we would have held on to m- more of the star-studded pitching staff that we had. Like, we had five guys that had been Cy Young candidates at oh one point. Oh, my goodness. And then, I mean, obviously, like, Anibal Sanchez started to fall off. Doug Fisher started to fall off. Those guys started to fall off, but Price... Scherzer, Verlander, and even Rick Porcello yep. were pretty consistent. And I feel like Rick we got rid of Rick Porcello a little too early. I know we didn't have to, we didn't want to pay him that money. But a lot of people forget like Rick Porcello came out of the Tigers as like a kid. And like he was not good for his first chunk of his yeah, career. No, no, no. He was pretty bad. But he started to figure it out and that's right when we got rid of him. And I just I truthfully like, the year after we got rid of the Leland, we still made it to the ALCS. We're playing Boston in the ALCS. Like, we're the favorite to win that series. Was that the we're, year
1: Big Papi hit the The Grand Slam, slam? Yeah, and then okay.
0: you did the thing, and there's yep. the dude in the, yeah, yeah, the security yeah. guard. Yeah, no, that was really sad. And I mean, for me, Boston's my second team, but, like, I live and die by the Tigers. Yeah. Whoever the Tigers are playing, like, I don't care. Yeah. It, it was really tough, like, just to see, I mean, awesomeness was notorious for poor pitching management. He didn't know when to take his pitchers out at the right time and when to bring in the bullpen guys and how to manage his bullpen the right way. Wasn't good at that. Wasn't good at managing his lineup. There's there was a lot of times throughout his time with the Tigers that player would start to like heat up, get his bat hot and then day off. Yeah. That's what, just, I never agreed so with. So let what me he ask
1: did. you this. Let me ask you this. I don't want to go as far to ask, like, would we win a World Series? Because that's tough. That's a loaded, loaded question. Like That'd be, like, hours of breakdown to, like, really see what-if scenarios. Do you think we could have won the division? Um, Within the time he would
0: get hired to now. Absolutely. Yeah? I think we win the division the following season. Really? Really? What about right now? Where where would you uh, see us? I don't think we would have had to go into as deep of a rebuild. Um, Yeah. To where, like, we literally, like, completely, like, blow up our team and, like, Verlander's gone. Like, I feel like Verlander would still be a Tiger. We'd have Cabrera. Maybe some of the other guys would be gone now, but those guys would definitely still be on the team. I mean, Cabrera still is, but, I mean, that's different. I'm pretty sure we're keeping Cabrera for, I mean, not right now, but, like, future ticket sales, really. Yeah. At this point. And then, I mean, we win the division for sure. I mean, obviously, after a couple years, like, some of the players are going to have to go. And there's, I feel like the just the rebuild wouldn't be you like think this still five be, or like six th- year thing that they're doing. It would be like yeah. a, like a two to Which three year still quick, isn't quick, ending, quick turnaround. Yeah, the
1: end's still not in sight yet for that. But do you think we'd be? Let me ask you this: Do you think we'd either be done with the rebuild now? Like, let's say he was manager, he yes. still is. We, we'd be on the
0: rebuild now. We would, we would be on the up and up right now. This oh, would be okay. like, uh, we would be. I'm trying to think of like a team that I feel like we could I could compare us to right now, like a team that's kind of on the up and up um honestly i feel like at this point if garden hire was hired back in i think it was like 2012 2013 whatever year that was yeah um we're probably sitting in like a position similar to the padres right now i feel like in 2020 or like we 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 went we we were good for a while And then we had to do a little quick mini-rebuild, kind of like the Indians have done, like a little mini-rebuild and get rid of some of their older players, bring in the new guys, kind of still be a good competitive team. But, yeah, that's probably who I'd compare it to, like, the Cleveland Indians or the Padres, like, right now.
1: Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's frustrating. I feel like we... uh, I mean, I like Patricia, but I feel like we got rid of Caldwell a little early. Schwartz, Schwartz, I was okay with getting rid of because like he, he brought us to a point. he got us right. like from the trash that we were yeah. and got us to a point, but I don't think he could have gotten us past that.
0: I do agree that we should have kept Caldwell.: but I don't and think Caldwell's a bad coach. there's um, this local uh, sports radio station I listen to time, time and time again back home um, in Detroit that's really popular, and it's I don't want to say it needs to be that way, but it it, it seems like the city itself and like people and then like the players themselves even like it's just like the culture of being in detroit you you need a black coach like i feel like that's the guy that gets to players like caldwell connected with his players he connected with the community he was just like good for everybody like i loved his time in there he was a great coach i don't know why we got rid of him i think i feel like he was really close to just being like right there
1: i think i'm just gonna throw a quick point out there before we get back into this there was that I think every team's doing it for week one, yeah. the moment of silence. That was really cool. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I, I'm glad that, like, athletes are using their platform. That's really cool. We need it. And that's a great way to do it. I think, like, a lot of people look up to these guys, and this is a great way to, like, yeah. approach that situation. Like, like, like Patrick Mahomes, for example. Like, a lot of young kids definitely probably look up to him. Doesn't matter what race they are, probably look up to him. Yeah. And I think it's good that... A guy like that, because he's he's a pretty calm headed guy. Even like oh, yeah, he's not absolutely. really a cocky dude or anything like that. He's just a, he's a good dude, and I think seeing like, because obviously you know he's going to be the face of that. Obviously, there's the whole other team and yeah, both teams yeah, out but there. Like, but, but, but like Patrick Mahomes,
0: on him is the, and Deshaun, yeah, arms,
1: yeah, like that was that pitcher will go down in history. I I really believe that because it's the first game back after coronavirus, after all the madness that's happened in 2020, and I think that is a great symbolism.
0: Yeah,
1: for and hopefully, God willing things start getting better in this country racially virus wise everything i hope things start getting improving and i think a big part of that is i don't want to go too deep into this we lose track of our point but i think a big part of that is is both sides left right blue red what doesn't we're not playing star wars folks let's just come together that was the point of that yeah exactly
0: Like like the point of them locking arms is like we're about to go to battle against each other and like we're gonna hate each other for these next four quarters but like we can still come together I, yeah. and have this moment of like solidarity together. Like
1: We're all competing against each other in this life, but damn, let's just love each other. Let's do this yeah. thing together. It's we're all in this easier. life together. Let's stop hating. Let's stop all the screaming and yelling at each other. It's dumb. It doesn't get anything done. Just love one another. Don't see anyone different from what they look like. It's not hard, man. And I don't yeah, know if it's parents bringing up people wrong or what it is, but no one should be racist anymore. I'm sorry, no, no it's one should it's be not hard to you should me. never be racist in general, but like our country was in a way built upon that, and now we're here in this time, and it's time to like stop yeah like it's just
0: put your differences aside
1: yeah, and it, we're all humans, we all bleed red. Mm-hmm. let's come together, let's lock arms with your quote-unquote enemies because it was a football game they were locking arms with the team they yeah. are about to beat. But, man, let's just love one another. That's, that's the last thing I'm yeah. going to say about it. Just love one another. But, yeah, but I uh, agree with you. Yeah. Back to the Caldwell situation. Scheme-wise, he wasn't – the offense we were running was never going to win a championship. Like in the NFL, yeah. there's a certain, there's not like one set way, obviously you have to do it. But there's certain things you have to. We've never had, and this might be like super like critical, our run blocking scheme is horrid.
0: It always has been too. Like
1: it's not just our offense alignment. It's not like our offense alignment have always been bad. Like, yeah, we haven't had great offense alignment, but like, let's just break it down from. Okay, so the Lions don't go under center a ton anymore. And when you're running. Out of shotgun, there's certain blocking techniques that you need to put in place. For example, a zone block, depending on what kind of zone you're running. But, like, it's in the name. Zone block. You're yeah. opening a hole in a zone. We wouldn't do that. We would literally no. crash right, crash left, forward. That, And then we're put, relying on we haven't had a great running back which just facts. We ha- we've we not had, like, bad ones. Like, what was the best running back we've had in the last 10 years? Are we talking, like, production-wise or, like, who I actually just think would have been the best? Because.
0: Uh, both, actually. Give me me, give me. Javid
1: Best would have been the best, but, I mean, he. R.I.P. Yeah. I don't man, think he died. I'll, no, he like, didn't die. He ripped to die. his career.
0: But then, I
1: mean. And <laughs> that's, that's really the, sad. That was out of his control, man. Like, I, I hope he's doing well. God bless that man. Because, I mean, he that hit he took at Cal. That was one of the – I watched that thing live, and I turned the game off after that because that was like, wow. He was like an
0: electric player. Being
1: a, being a football player at that time, like that was – I've never seen someone get that high in the air and then just like free – it was terrifying to watch. But I think he would have been the best. Uh, uh, but going from that, though, like who, who – carry on has potential. Yeah. I think Swift might be getting the nod, though. I might – I'm not 100%. Not quote me on this. But I think Swift's starting week one. I don't think. think. he's going to start on Sunday? I think he is. They might be I'd splitting like time pretty evenly, but from what I've been like reading, uh, Swift's been with the first team all kind camp. What kind of role do
0: you think um, Peterson's going to play as far as Third down. Third down back.
1: He's going to be, well, let me rephrase that. He's not the third down back. He's the third and short back.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's more like our. We're going to put he, him he's in. He's a short, chunky uh, yardage.
1: This might don't be. I don't know if we'll even remember who these guys are, but when Chris Johnson was in Tennessee, uh, they had a running back, Lendell White. I remember Lendell White. That's what he, I think he's going to take on the role Lendell did. Do that you game. remember how cold he was at USC? Totally beside the point. But anyway, um, no, I, I, th- I think Adrian Peterson will take on a role like Lendell White. He'll get probably that. like five to ten touches a game. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I could be wrong. That it's going to – Yeah,
0: it depends. How, I feel like it depends how, how – how they utilize carry on too,
1: or assuming he makes it to a season
0: but the, yeah that but too
1: my thing with running backs like we were talking about earlier how running back is such like an unpredictable position and it's hard to stay consistent in all this we have three running backs on the roster i like giving the ball to even though the interference is old i'm still happy to give him the ball this is my thing it's going to be swift and carry on to like take the blunt of the carries if if Let's say Swift's technically our number one back, and he's getting the majority of the carries. But Carrion's having a good game. Feed Carrion.
0: Exactly. Vice Feed versa.
1: And if neither of them are working, all right, let's get Adrian Peterson in some situations we might not put him in. Let's just give him the rock. Let's see what happens. I don't think we're going to be... Actually, no. We might be running the ball more this year.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: I hope we do, because...
0: Especially, I feel like this Sunday, too, because uh, Kenny G's doubtful.
1: Yeah, dude. It's just tough. Man. Tough for my fantasy I team. I know. Yeah. But...
0: Um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see us rely on the run game a little bit more and almost, like, relieve Stafford of a lot of what he always tries to basically put the team on his back. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm really interested to see how um, how we are as a team this year. Because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we know going into it, like, Martha Ford basically told Patricia, like, yeah, make the playoffs or you're gone, buddy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's
1: going to be an interesting season. I think honestly the, the league looks different so it's gonna be it's tough to predict anything until we get not you can't even like not even for, for week one honestly you gotta wait till like about once like eight to ten yeah. games have been played that's when you can really start to see how the season's gonna shape up and then that's when like all right we gotta win this 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 we need them to lose this this and this and that's when yeah. you start like realizing where your team's at um speaking of Stafford though what is your favorite Matthew Stafford moment
0: um I actually was at well, there's two moments that come to mind, so I hope I don't take one of the moments that you're thinking of here. Because um, I was at both of these games. Like I, My dad used to have season tickets to the Lions when they were really, really bad, and then we, we had Caldwell and started to get good, and my dad was like, ah, it's too expensive. We're not going to games anymore. And I was like, dude, really? Like I sat through 0-16. But um, <clears throat> dad, if you're listening to this, I still love you. Um, fact, but, wait, uh, w- quick
1: interjection there. You were at the last game of the 0-16 season, weren't you? I was. Yeah, fun fact. We didn't meet until college, and we both went at that same game. That's the only one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, I've we'll? actually Second seen some, game, some,
0: some really historic games for a lot of other players, but I also saw the – I was there when Calvin Johnson broke the yardage record, and then there had the thing with Jerry uh, come up on the screen and be like, congrats. Um, but back to what you were asking with the Stafford moments. There was a game against the Cleveland Browns, like pretty early on in his career. Stafford gets smoked. Like he's driving down the field, gets smoked on a play, trying to like lead us to a win here dislocates his shoulder. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was my moment. Yep. And you were at that game? I was at that game. I saw that happen. Dude. He goes to the sidelines, tries to get it popped back in. And I remember, like, hearing him mic'd up. He was like, screw it. I'm going yeah. back in. I'm winning this game. Throws a tutty to Pettigrew. Go Lions, baby. That was a big moment for me that I really liked Stafford. And then um, another game that I was at, um, Dallas Cowboys. Lions are down big. Against the Cowboys, and it kind of looks like game's over. And that's when Stafford did the, the fake spike. Yeah. He just tucked it. That was, that was legendary.
1: Yeah, that was a... Dude, the thing... I've dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. I don't know how he did it. Like, dude, he... he caught, Like, right after he throws that pass, he's grabbing it. Like, oh, don't touch hanging. me. It's like, I'm, I'm dying right now. Like, you can please, see his arm just, like, not... Yeah. Not even being attached. Yeah. Just hanging there. Dude, they're... There's been some. That's the thing about Stafford. You took my two moments I was going to use, because they're just iconic Stafford moments. The thing about Stafford I love is, and this isn't just because I'm a Lions fan. You cannot honestly look me in the eyes and tell me that he, not, not necessarily anymore, but, like, when Stafford was, like, prime, prime, you can't tell me he wasn't in the top, Seven quarterbacks, five, honestly. Hey, he quarterbacks was definitely in the league. top
0: five quarterbacks. He was always up there in yardage. He was always up there in touchdowns. On a
1: trash team. Like, it's something to say about him. But the thing that separates Stafford for me above a lot of quarterbacks, I'm not saying every quarterback, that dude gets his, gets rocked
0: game in, game
1: out his it, whole career. Like the
0: first, like, what, five seasons of, a, of his career, he was the most sacked quarterback in the He was the getting
1: league. abused out there and he kept playing. Like, if it was up to him, he probably would have come back at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get to make that decision. But st- he's just one of those dudes, man. He's he a tough cookie. He wants to be cookie. out there all the time. He is a time. tough cookie. No
0: matter what. And I feel like that says a lot about how he is as a person. Like, he's not a, like... He don't back down. Who? I mean, there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't go to the lengths that he goes for the Lions. In fact. Like, ah, I dislocated my shoulder. I'm playing for the Lions. This might be our like second one of the season. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna facts. sit here and watch this play out. He's just got a different, a different, a different switch in his head that just makes him a beast. Yeah, like that's that's special.
1: He's a, he's a, he's a special player. I uh, I really like Stafford. I'm, I'm happy yeah. he's been our quarterback for the last however many years. Been here for a while, but yeah, I'm glad. We, that that was one of the draft picks I was happy with.
0: Yeah, no, it was a good move
1: by them. We just felt the need not to draft well the rest of that draft or, like, the rest of the last 12 years. But, see, that's the thing. We always have, like, one pick that, like, turns out to be okay. That's, like, a weird pick you wouldn't expect. But, like, can we talk about Jared Davis for a second? (laughs) I was so excited when we took him because I'm a Tennessee fan. I watched this man abuse my quarterback for, like, three straight years. Dude,
0: I thought he was going to be sick to be honest with you. Who's so good? In college. He's a
1: smart player. I don't know what happened. That's what I don't get what happened because he's there. He's not he is in position a lot of the time for the Lions. If he could wrap up and make ta- he tries to kill kids.
0: He's trying to make that highlight
1: real. Yeah. I and get on
0: sports center all the time. It's but it's like he, dude just tackle. Him. Just
1: ta- like we we ain't playing for the if you're playing especially at that league in the league if you're playing to get on like sports center, you were going to have a short career. I'm sorry. But this is my thing with him: is he's a smart player, and he's in position a lot. He just doesn't make the plays.
0: It really is though. He he's always there. He just doesn't he's make always the plays. around the ball. He's a good athlete. He just he's more a, or less chokes when it comes yeah. down to it. And it's it's, it's <laughs>
1: frustrating, man, because he's there and he can make these plays, but
0: he's a big dude too. Like I oh, mean, like yeah. he, he came into sh- the league and he was like he's a solid shredded. guy, but like these last few years, he's, he's like shredded. packed it on.
1: Speaking of dudes that have put on some size, think the I, this is. I'm not even gonna ask this question because, like, we both know the answer. Like the Pistons ain't getting Lamelo, but I think he's gonna be a force in the league.
0: Lamelo Ball will be the best ball brother.
1: Yeah, Lonzo's not bad, dude. Lonzo, Lonzo ain't bad. Lonzo's accepted his role, and mm-hmm. he plays it very, very well.
0: I was uh, actually not too long ago watching a a Pelicans game before quarantine. Um, and we were just, I just wanted to see, like, Lonzo play without LeBron, like, yeah, see how yeah. they were playing. He Lonzo's cold. He, 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 he was starting to figure out his three. When he gets that three down, It's game he's, he's going to be a serious that's, threat. That's
1: the thing with LaMelo. He can shoot. But the thing that's really impressed me about him, because, you know, if you would have asked me this, like, you know, when he had that 90, I don't even remember how many points he had. He had a lot of points in a game. Yeah. A lot of it was, you know, cherry picking and all that stuff. But the thing that I've really, really noticed about him, like, when he's been playing overseas and stuff like that, he passes more. Like, he, I've seen him, like, have, like, a, a decently open three. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say an open, open three, but, like, probably could shoot. Most guys going to shoot that. Yeah. But he's like, oh, guy down low, dishes, bucket. Like, that. that's what, yeah. for me, that's a big sign of growing up as a basketball yeah. player and not being selfish. And I've, I think that if he takes that to the league, he could be a very, very good player.
0: I feel like, too, we got to remember, like, how young he was when we first found out who he was like i am pretty sure it was like 15 16 years old yeah maybe maybe even I younger think he a, i mean i, think I don't he was know was 15 exactly. when he had that he's a young game. young kid and then he hit that like stupid shot and everybody knew who he was and it's like obviously if you're that young and everybody knows who you are you might show off a little bit so people can see it again yeah, that's like, true that's true and i feel like it I it, really it think speaks about that, yeah. to uh his maturity as a player like, well, yeah. like what you're saying like he's grown up as a player and realized like I'm that good, like, I can almost be, like, a decoy, and then somebody else could slip yeah. and score. And, like, he can set up his teammates now, and I feel like he's grown a lot as a basketball player Yeah. over his time. And was it, like, Lithuania where they went and played? Yeah, that was the
1: first spot he was at. I don't exactly remember the second country they were yeah, in for, either. like, the what he playing at recently. I don't know if he played for, like, Sprite or something. or Sprite. I don't remember what it was called, but, yeah. Uh, no, he, he's going to be an exciting player. I'm I, excited for him. I, 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 like, I like him.
0: Yeah, I I, think I, it's really I, cool I've too. I've
1: liked the Ball family. Yeah, like I like okay, okay. Let me. <laughs> I got to rephrase that. I like Lamelo and Lonzo. I, Leangelo I don't know a ton about because he kind yeah, of. Yeah, he's quiet. He had than that situation at UCLA. Yeah, and
0: he then, was more uh, or less in jail in Tokyo. LeVar That's why I know who he is.
1: was a little bit of a clown, but now he kind of his 50 minutes of fame are done, and he's yeah.
0: I I think Sports Big Center like, like brand.
1: I think Sports Center kind of was like you know they did the smart move like mm-hmm. bringing him on the shows
0: and stuff like that because like. It's going to get your ratings up. About it. He, he marketed his sons very well. Yeah. And at the end of the day. Everyone like, knows who they are. That, that's and a, if that's you know a any, hell yeah. of a dad going to bat for his kids.
1: Yeah. If You, know, <laughs> you anything, know what I mean? If you know anything about basketball or like paid somewhat close attention, you know who this family yeah, is. You know what Big Baller brand is. Is that still a thing?
0: I don't even know if it's still a thing. But You want to look that up real quick? I I'm, 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 I'm going to do r- a little research Big, big really Baller brand is
1: still around. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I don't. I feel like I did see it on people a lot. Uh, you know, when it was like first coming out and it was kind of like a big thing and then they had their little T V show. Uh and then yeah, I haven't seen a ton of it lately. Uh so I'm really curious. You you got anything the on it? Big
0: Baller that? brand is still a thing. They have like new Like, They drops still have or... um shoes and all that stuff and apparel and everything. I know uh Lonzo is no longer a yeah, part, he's not of them. part of that. Um but one thing I really want to mention about LeVar Ball, um, despite his uh Annoyingness sometimes. <laughs> yep. Marketing genius. Same with... Remember Costa when they 69. released the shoes? Remember when yeah. they released the shoes? Yep. They were like $500. Yeah. Now you go look at big baller brand shoes. you are like, eh, 180 $200. Yeah. you are like, oh, now that's affordable. Now, now you buy them. Okay, right? I just
1: have to... I just have to say this because I saw this today and it made me laugh so hard. Okay, you know Lululemon? Yeah. Okay, so... Me personally, like, Lululemon, Vineyard Vines. Like, if you wear them, I don't have a problem with that. But, yeah. like, let's... They're not that special. Literally, there's a whale on the shirt. I don't even know what Lululemon's logo is. But, like, you're paying stupid amount of prices for something that is very easily made and everywhere else you can find. You just want the brand image. That's oh, all it comes down to I, is the brand image. But the thing I was reading today. So, on Lululemon's website, there's this thing that says, like, fight back against capitalism. They dropped these new uh, sweater, or not sweaters, they like, long-sleeve t-shirts today. Yeah. 180 bucks. <laughs> Like, you're talking about fighting capitalism? Like, maybe charge like eight bucks. You right into it. Like, you, yeah, you're you, Lululemon and those guys, like always trying, and like promote is like, they're like this, you know, great brand, quality brand whatever. Like, they, I mean, they have quality clothes. Don't get me wrong. It's cool stuff. I like it. I don't wear it personally, it's like, but like, yeah. it, it, it's good brand. But they always feel, I feel like they always like try and like stop capitalism, like all this stuff. Then but then they're like the reason capitalism exists. Like, you hypocrites. are the pinpoint. Capitalism <laughs> is like, capitalism is trying to make the most money you are. They are trying to make the most money they're doing, mm-hmm.
0: and then they're like, stop it. Well, the, uh, hypocritical. I'm sorry, it's hypocritical. I walked into a Lululemon store for five minutes. You Know what I did? I went, I went over to the rack where like the cheap undergarments are. So you see, when you get underwear, you usually get more than one pair at a time, right? What? It's usually like a pack. Like they only three. Come,
1: they only come in a pair at a time.
0: Yeah, one, or pair. one pair. One single pair. Same thing with the socks. You get one single pair of socks. See, any, any guesses how much that, that costs? One with, sing, one single pair of socks. At Lululemon. Like eight bucks, nine bucks. Nah, bro, like twenty five. What, bro? That's crazy. I don't know if it's Ooh, like even some sees like your socks. it's gonna make me like jump to the moon or something. Dude, but that, come on. That always cracks. You, you know
1: me. I I do this weird thing where I like to wear one sock inside out.
0: Yeah, and people commented on it a lot, but it's like, why are you looking at my feet so much? Honestly, though, like I always think about like, how often do people even like see your socks? Like, especially in public, because you always you usually got shoes on. I mean, unless you're yeah. wearing like slides, people aren't really gonna see your see your socks.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I feel like people. i someone feet that more than looks at should. people's
0: socks. I don't look at people's feet unless they're standing and I'm sitting.
1: Like the only time I will look weird. at someone's feet is if like. I have the, you know, my peripheral vision. Like the shoe yeah. pops out to me, and I'm like,
0: "Whoa, those are fresh." I like honestly those. feel those? like I'm more likely to look at somebody's feet, like when I'm like, sit, like like a professor's shoes, like when I'm sitting in class. I don't think I can ever. And remember. they're like walking back and forth, and I'm just like, "All right," I'm kind of tired of paying attention, like like peek down and like see what kind of shoes they're wearing. But like, I mean, like on like a like you walk up to somebody, shake their hands, like you're not like, yeah, you don't look down. You're wearing pink socks today. Oh my god, like no. You're Dude, like I, I you love look at them in the face and you shake their hand. You yeah. don't really look at everything else. Like you might catch a glimpse of what they're wearing. And that's it. That's
1: one of my favorite things to rock is like fun socks. Like I, you know me. I have oh, a lot yeah. of fun socks. They're, it's like a very like low key thing. Like I wear like crazy shirts all the time, but like socks are really cool. Dude, like there's there's no. some really cool I have these cool Rick and Morty socks I have these like music note socks I got football video, like I got a bunch of different kinds of crazy socks they're fun because there's like yeah. that's the thing that's the thing about socks they're a talking piece like shirts 100% mo- I, I wear a lot of shirts like band shirts and like weird crazy shirts and stuff like that and like not a time people will like, be like oh cool like you know you get those once in a while like oh I like that band or like cool shirts stuff like that but like I get, you get way more. It's weird. You get way more like compliments on socks. People are like, oh, I mean, maybe I just get more compliments on socks.
0: I mean, like, I don't really wear like the crazy socks like you do. But I also feel like, um, like you said, like, as a, it's a talking point. I feel like that's also like socially acceptable in like all situations. Like it doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah. Well, you could be rocking. Like suit you and could have be. You socks. could be. You could be in like a corporate office and have some wild socks on and be, like. You might, somebody might catch a glimpse of them, but, like, whatever. Yeah, or you could be wearing shorts and have some crazy socks on, like, walking down yeah. the street just with yeah. the homies or something. Like, it, it's acceptable in all situations. Like, yeah. there's not, like, a situation where, like, oh, you probably shouldn't wear that. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you have, like, offensive socks, that's one thing. But, I
0: mean, yeah. But if you like, got yeah, socks yeah, with swastikas all over them, you probably shouldn't wear those. I really ever. I hope they don't make those. If they do, that's really screwed up.
1: Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like socks are a... It's a low-key but fun way to, I guess, express yourself. But, like, it's a a cool style thing. I I, I think socks have a a lot
0: of potential. I agree.
1: 100%. And that's the thing about socks. You know the biggest thing about socks? Okay. So, you know the Nike, like, ankle socks? Like, the white Nike ankle socks?
0: Like, the ones I'm probably wearing right now? The ones you only wear?
1: Yes. (laughs) They're hard to get on after a shower. You ever put the Adidas socks on after? I'm an Adidas guy. You ever put the Adidas socks on after? Slip right on.
0: Like it's money. Same with Reebok. Reebok makes really good socks. To be honest with you, I've not tried another brand of ankle sock. Dude,
1: let me dude. Okay. You're going to need to try my Reeboks because I, I stand by this. Reebok have the best ankle sock in the game. You got to you got to separate your brand. I know you love Nike cuz that's like 98,000% of everything well, you
0: own. You see the problem with me was I got a lot of heat for cross-branding in high school early on, so I just stopped. So it's like I always had Nike shoes, so I'm going to have Nike socks. I don't want to wear Nike shoes with Under Armour socks. I don't want to wear Nike shoes with whatever kind of socks. Like oh, see, Nike I don't shoes care. Nike socks. Like I was always just like keeping my brands aligned. Because cross branding felt like a cardinal sin to me at one point, And I was like, yeah, I don't see, do want to be a I mean, more or less, care. I feel like I've outgrown it now. Like, I mean, like yesterday, I wore an Under Armour hoodie and Nike shoes, and it kind of felt weird for a little bit. But
1: that's disturbing. It felt weird because I mean, I, 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 I,
0: I, I think about things like that. It's really weird. I don't know
1: why. I know. I, 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 well, I mean, dude, I know that. I, I got the same heat for that. But, like, to me, that's dumb. Listen, I'm going to wear what I want to wear when I want to wear it, unless one of these brands feels the need to sponsor me. And then we can talk, and then I'll wrap your brand, no matter what. But until that day comes, I'm gonna rock what I want to rock. I got Levi jeans on, Under Armour socks. I could not tell you what brand the shirt is. Perfected Schlag. It's, and a, it's a, yeah, Perfected Schlag. I, I got a Dwight. I got a Dwight shoe shirt, shirt on, baby. Like, if you <laughs> listen, I, if you're one of those like two and a half people in this world that haven't seen The Office, figure it out. Stop listening right now because this won't make that sense. But this
0: is a shirt that everyone can be like, yes. That's exactly what I thought when I saw it. There it is. There it is. I got a question for you. I got. An I want to bring you back to the basically the endorsements that we were just talking about. Yeah. I'm gonna give you your little 2K moment here. Okay. If you had to pick one, one brand, like brand at overall, like any type of brand. I'm not just talking about like sports brands. I'm talking about like any brand to endorse Hayden Baker, Havoc, Rocky. Blanc God. That's tough. That's tough. What would it be?
1: Well see, there's two schools of thought here. Like if it was like clothing and stuff like that, Adidas. I, I, I love Adidas. Then we Probably. get to
0: meet Kanye, bro.
1: True. But I've I've just always loved Adidas. Like I I don't know. Like I I rock the basketball shoes always. I I just I don't know. I've always loved Adidas. But uh that's tough. That's really tough, actually. I've I've never thought about like outside of like clothing and stuff. Like like you know, Monster would be sweet. Uh, I mean, like same type of deal. Like Red Bull would be cool. Like I'm, you know me, I love my energy. You're an energy dr- guy. I, I'm a big I'm a big high energy guy. I love energy
0: drinks. Um, that that those are those are things that kind of. I be- don't know why this just came to my mind, but I could totally see you in a Head and Shoulders commercial. Dude,
1: that'd be another one. It'd Be uh. See, that's the thing. It's tough. It's tough to think about, like, who would I want to be endorsed by? Like, are, are we talking on being in these commercials
0: or, like, they're sending me products? Like, what's... Both. Like, you're going to be in their commercials. You're going to be, like... You're going to be, like, Post Malone's Bud Light for that brand.
1: Ooh. Okay. And
0: obviously, like, Post Malone has probably like an endless supply of that shit.
1: I mean... Jack's Pizza. I could be that. Old
0: Spice. Dude, I could see the Old Spice. Dude. I like Old Spice. Um, the little whistle and everything. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. What? What else could there be? That there's a lot. There's a lot. I use a lot of different brands for my stuff. Um, that's tough, man. That's really tough. Cause I thought, I had a lot of questions. to have to save that for a different, yeah. different one for me to really th- sit here and think about. Uh R. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm big. F- I mean, I feel it like kind of embodies who I am. That's tough, man. It's a really tough question. Cause there's like a lot of brands. I I mean there there's not too many. I mean obviously there are some, but like I there's not too many I turned. Oh, oh. This was I don't. Yeah Nah. Taco Bell. Yeah uh, yeah. I see that Taco Bell man. I could do a Taco Bell commercial if if I'm getting free Taco Bell for life, dude. One hundred. McDonald's, I love you. Yeah, I Arby's, you I love you. Burger King, I'm one of the few people that still stand up and support you. Burger I love King's you guys. Goated.
0: Don't hate on Burger King.
1: Never had but. KFC, so I can't. But yeah, I know it's time, time <laughs> for their time. But man, Taco Bell, listen. If if somehow, some way any Taco Bell rep hears this, please contact me. I don't care what it takes. You don't have to pay me, literally. I'll take free Taco Bell. Even if it's, like, once a week. Honestly. I don't it'd, care. It'd be a great deal. I don't care what the terms of the deal are. I'll do what you want.
0: I feel like Taco Bell's, too, like, really picky with who they give endorsements to. Because I feel like they haven't yeah. given out a lot. Well, I mean, they have. Uh, James Harden's been on a few Taco Bell yeah. commercials. I, I mean, that's just, it's cool. It's, like, it's different. Like, you don't expect to see, like, your like your favorite athlete on and a then Taco then, like, Bell commercial. And then, like,
1: you know, like, a nice sub thing to that. I wear a lot of purple.
0: Yeah, no, you, you And do. so, like,
1: I, I'd rock some Taco Bell gear. Easy. Oh, easy, money, Easy,
0: money. man. I like that answer a lot. Yeah, that was a good, a good one. good, that was a good one. one. <laughs> <laughs> the I could see the grind, the gears grinding in your head, and I was like, I don't know where he's going to end up at. And Taco Bell is what we came up with. I, yeah, I Taco Bell, Taco that, that Adidas speaks. and
1: Taco Bell, come sponsor me, please.
0: I could totally see you walking in like a Yeezy season fashion show.
1: That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to this second episode of Wreaking Havoc. If you made it this far to the end. Hope you have a blessed night or day whenever you listen to this. Peace and love, y'all.